live from the stay-at-home parents' happy place. Yeah. It's shenanigans. <laughs> this week, it's Ellen with a Y. Hello, everybody. Vinny. Hey, what's going on? Sensual Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? Matt? Oh, he's oh. on the he's on the, oh, he's oh, on the Walden. He's mic. on the Walden yeah. throne, so we can't Maybe talk. I throw that at you. <laughs> I'm Craig. Yes, tomorrow for those of us who are here, it's school. First day of school tomorrow. Yay! Yes, yay! I'm excited. Two out of the four of us here are going to be uh, going to school. I think for the first time, right? For tomorrow, or have you been in already? Oh, I I was I worked all summer. Oh, okay. Well, then so that's I'm just me. One of those twelve month. All employees, right. so. So here's the question. Are you creeper vanning tomorrow, or are you just trucking? No, I'll truck. Okay. I'll truck. The creeper van's still cool, but I'll still truck it for a while. I'll use the van. Like I say, I'll always ride the van just because I don't want it to ever sit too long, you know? But right. My game plan was going to be to leave one vehicle at work all the time and then just keep coming back and forth with that so then I don't <laughs> have to take up any, any of my driveway space. Okay. You know? But then I keep thinking, well, if I do that, then I might... I mean, can you leave a vehicle all night at, at the school like yeah, that? Yeah, I could. I could. So I may still do that. We'll get that figured out. Figured out. Figured out. Yeah, so. Figured out. But in the meantime, I know I'm excited. I was in last week uh, for a couple of things. And then when I was at work, I was moving my desk. My desk was against the wall, and instead I moved it in front of the stage, so now I can overlook the whole stage and everything like that. And I doinked my pinky finger a little bit, and... uh and I think what a mallet finger it's called. So I think I broke my finger. So the little tip of my pinky finger points right down. And it's, it's the funniest thing. Like after like a couple of days, I'm thinking maybe something's really wrong with this thing because it doesn't hurt. And it didn't even hurt when I hit it, which was strange. It just kind of, I knew I hit it and then I looked at it. And it's Did you try down. apple cider vinegar on it? No, this is it. This one is, I got to admit, boys, <laughs> this is one of the apple cider vinegar is going to fix. Right. It you didn't know? work on your poison ivy either. How's the poison ivy? The poison ivy, the poison ivy, I just had bad, but I I let it go for so long, so there's nothing I could have done with that. It's it's finally better. I actually had to get a second round of steroids, which was the real prednisone, you know. And they gave me the I think the 20 milligram tabs. Like I had to take 60 milligrams two days in a row, then 40 milligrams two days in a row, and now 20 milligrams two days in a row. But I am much better with that though. Now you can see all the redness is just about gone, but. I think this is probably the worst I had it, man, and it absolutely sucked. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. I always get it really bad. Mm-hmm. I but haven't had it in years and years and years, though, because I know what it looks like now, so I avoid it. Yeah. I, I, I even knew what it, I knew what it was when I was getting in there. I just figured, i got to cut the tree down anyway. I'll just be careful. I'll I got poison ivy once. They say that it's not tr- transferable from person to person. It is transferable. It's not. Not unless you get the oils from it. Yeah, it's the oils. That's right. what'll do it. So... Like, sitting here, me to you away, I'm not going to get it. No, no, of no. course not. However, you can get it from a dog or a cat. Yeah, it's because it's on their fur. It's and on their fur, right. yeah. Well, the and oils, you, you, can, you can get it from a hand job or head also. Yes, I, I heard that to be true. It's like monkeypox. <laughs> well, the oils can stay active for a year, even in your clothing. So you can get it on your clothing and not get it, but they'll be around your clothing for about a year. So Yeah, and that's happened to me before. Because oh, with that, boots and stuff I'd wear, and I'd be like, what's going on? But they won't become in little patches, and then I finally put two and two together and realized every time I wear these boots, I'm getting the poison ivy. I never had poison ivy from that, but I've gotten bee stings because my mom used to, and we still do, we do it at our house too, hang the clothes out on the line, and every once in a while, bee would get stuck in your clothes, and it would stay alive if you wore that shirt or pants soon enough after it came in off the line. I've stepped into a pair of pants and gotten stung. 
No uh, kidding. Yeah. I've never had that happen. B was probably just sleeping like a little hammock, a little pant hammock, enjoying itself, and you just came along and scared it. Like, hey, here's my balls. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> then when I get stung by a bee, I'm allergic to it, so I'm out of commission for the next 36 hours. Uh, yeah, I guess. This, I'm telling you, this was just a bad three weeks for me with everything, two and a half weeks, between the poison ivy for two weeks, and then the wasp stings on my head, and then the bee stings on my feet. And then I was taking that sign down. You guys can see the bruise on my head, right? Yeah, what the hell did you... I was moving that West Avenue sign. It was an old street sign from West Avenue in Buffalo from the 19... I would I would wager to say 50s or 60s. Real steel-heavy sign. So I had it hung up as display. It's not cast iron, is it? It, uh, it is. So when I went through when I, uh, and I was hanging it up, I had three screws to hold it. But I had now one on the top, one on the bottom. Head. The middle screw was actually just screwing the sign to the piece of wood that I used to secure it to the other thing. So I didn't pay attention. I took the bottom screw out, and as soon as I took the top screw out, I'm thinking, all right, now i got to do is the middle screw. But the middle screw wasn't stuck into that bowed piece of wood that you're looking at. So then that thing, it came down hard. Like Normally, I don't... I actually saw stars that I was time. Ask, like, did you see stars? Yeah, normally did I don't. That thing flash? fell. Yeah. The green flash is... Is indicative of a, of a concussion. Really? Yeah. Because it did. I was sitting on the ladder, and I thought it was going down. I had to reach out because it hit me hard, and I held on to that thing. I was like, oh, dear God, the stairs are right there. I'm thinking, oh, man, I knew this is the way I was going to go. <laughs> so, I, But I held on to the two-by-four for whatever. I mean, I bet probably a good five or six seconds just to get my bearings. and then. Uh, but it, it, it bled, bled a little bit, but not too much. But when I hit it, I looked at it in the mirror, so it was just, it wasn't even a, it wasn't a, it was just a deep cut. It was a puncture. When it landed, it just put a hole in my head, <laughs> you know, so there wasn't a whole lot of blood. Self-trepanning like, by Ellen. <laughs> so, then so that I actually cleaned with some apple cider vinegar and then uh, uh, some alcohol swabs. And then I, uh, then I just put a piece of tape on and closed my, I, I probably could have used a stitch or two. And then all I did was close it up and let it heal. Good enough. That's how we do it in the field. You know what I'm saying? 100 That's mile more, an hour tape. Yeah, 100 mile an hour tape. War dogs over here, kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I had to fix myself up. Yeah, it's been, this whole week has been like that. It's just every time I do something now with the broken finger, it's been a tough three weeks for LB. LB Fresh. I had to go to the doctor's office. How'd that go? Pretty well. Did you talk to him about some of your concerns? I did. And how was it received? More open than I expected. Oh, of course it would because he's backpedaling. And you uh, continue to stay with him or yeah, did you say you're moving? Yep. Okay. Did you bring my name up? No. Oh. I brought in somebody's name, though. Who the hell did I talk about? I don't remember now. I'm pretty healthy, though. Does he know that you and I know each other? Oh, yeah. Okay. He asked if he can come on the podcast. If I could come on the podcast? He could. What'd you say? He said... You said you had to check with Al. He goes... Can I come on Al's podcast with you? <laughs> yeah. He didn't even say that. No. He actually said, you know, I could come on the podcast. We could talk medical stuff. I go, better than apple cider vinegar? He goes, oh, you know Al. <laughs> we don't need no doctor. We already got a medical expert. We have a medical expert on this panel. We got 100 mile an hour tape and apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Dude, we're good. We're good. That's right. You need anything more than that, dude, just die. Just in case we got, <laughs> just in case we got blue cheese, too. Yeah, that's right. Every, oh, and I can't get any. Like, everybody's got my mayonnaise is out. So the, can I say their name? The Ken's Extra Heavy Mayonnaise. Okay. Like they don't have any at Restaurant Depot. There's no, no time in sight when they're going to get it back. There was, I had a friend of mine at a restaurant call up. There's one house that's a smaller house that has like 20 cases. And I was like, just buy them all. Like I just, just get them. So I'll have them. I'm gonna, the, the, 
the sports arena up there is going to be filled with uh, with cases of mayonnaise. Wow. Because I just, I don't want to, that's, you know, I mean, you make one thing. How could you make one thing and then run out of it, you know? Right. So I got to go and get that. I think I'm going to have that Wednesday or Thursday. But I got to start thinking if I want to switch it up then and use the mayonnaise that I use and then throw in a different brand so it can be like a blended one. In case anything ever happens, I can go one way or the other, and it won't be such a shock to the mouth, you know? Right. Because the one I did try uh, as a replacement, I didn't even use it. It was just so, so sweet. Like, it was just, I didn't care for it. In fact, I'll let you guys taste just the mayonnaise after, just to see how you would like that versus the mayonnaise that I have and see. See, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. I know you are. Mm -hmm. But my conspiracy theory is that there are no shortages. It's businesses fucking with us to see how much money they can get out of us. Yeah, because what they're doing is they're producing less and making more, and we're still saying, okay, I'll buy it. I used to buy this stuff for 30 on it was like $32 a case, $32 a case, $61 a case it is right now. And I think that's what happened with the gas prices. How, how high can we go before they start revolting? Yeah. And if we reached that point, and the and government, started revolting. the government never stepped in. Never. No. Well, they shouldn't. We're a capitalist. We're not, you know... We're not a socialist country, so we have. There are certain aspects of our economy that are socialized. We have social programs, right? But we're capitalists, so the government's not. They can say stop gouging, right? Well, they can, they and they can put sanctions down, but they're not really going to do too much. No. Nah. no, we're we're a capitalist country that has social programs to benefit those that society has kind of rolled over, you know. And I mean that's okay. I'm okay with funding certain. I'm okay with. with I'm with okay my with taxes. giving people help that deserve it and will use the help. Yeah. Absolutely. Ac- accordingly. I don't want my tax dollars to go for random shit. Where I'm like, why the fuck did we give you know Texas A&M a million dollars to study the effects of cow farts on the fucking ozone layer? Because now yeah. California is like, dude, you got to get your cows fucking butthole under control by 2025. You or know. we're gonna unplug them. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like. Dude, because now you hear, I mean, what is it you hear? You know, oh, the fucking beef industry is so bad for the environment and this, that, and the other, you know? And I'm like... Yeah, that's why a lot of self-righteous assholes claim that they, that's the reason they, they go vegan or meat-free. Oh, is because uh, I don't want to get the processing. They're just trying to fucking the bang the hairy chick yeah. who looks like a hippie who lives yeah, in a go, fucking go tree. Fuck I love me some patchouli. Dog. Oh, patchouli's terrible. I don't want to get too <laughs> political, but there was a meme that I saw last week that someone was selling mashed potatoes, pre-made mashed potatoes you just warm them up and it said plant-based mashed potatoes and people are throwing a royal fucking fit over. Oh my god, I can't believe how stupid people think. Of course potatoes are, the name of the company is plant-based. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) People are throwing a wild ass fit on social media. Well people don't read anything. So I I look it up. I go, what is this plant based mashed potatoes bullshit? It's the name of the company. Yeah. So So plant based is making mashed potatoes. Right. Yeah. So it's no different than saying Trader Joe's mashed potatoes. Exactly. Right. So I had to laugh. I like somebody close to me was throwing a royal conniption fit about it and I go, Well uh, uh, you know, they got you. That's how they get you. Yeah, that's how they get you. That's right. (laughs) You got to read some things. Because people only read fucking headlines now. Right. Like, that's literally all people do. They don't, I won't say all people, but a lot of people. The general public. Will say that, sure. You know, they they read the headlines. And make a very strong opinion about it. They go off fucking half-cocked. They change their lifestyle. They take up, you know... Uh, you know, the mantle, you know, and they want to go rattle some fucking sabers and then come to find out, oh, 
the the plant based mashed potatoes. The name of the fucking company. Right. <laughs> My bad, y'all. Like, dude. Meanwhile, the pitchfork and torch people are already out. <laughs> I just saw like, that meme about the king talking to the people that were trying to overthrow the government. The king was sitting there, I think, talking to the jester. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. He's like, all you got to do is convince the torch people that the pitchfork people are trying to take their torches away. <laughs> and that's it. And then they'll fight them out. They'll fight there on their own. Right. And they don't even bother us. And that's... And that's true. the government that's today. And that's true how life. Frankenstein's yeah. monster runs amok. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, you see that happening now in society today. Sorry, Rich. So anyway, back to the shenanigans <laughs> theme. This weekend, Vinny had to help me move my organ because it's too heavy to move by myself. <laughs> You've been waiting all week <laughs> yeah. to fucking say that's, that. Yeah, he's been waiting all week <laughs> to say that. <laughs> so, you have, so you have this award-winning organ. It is. It's a, it's a really nice instrument. Is it? How old is it? 1954. Oh. And Vinny, you saw it's in phenomenal shape. It's like a three-tier organ? Three-tier organ, yeah. Like a Wurlitzer? A Yamaha Electone. So something that's big enough to be in a Riviera Theater or something along those lines? Mm, it could. It's pretty it's loud in the corner. At least 250 fucking pounds. At least. Oh, so. At least. Like, it, it, it's a monster. And everything works as it should? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. We even tilted that bitch on its side and slid that motherfucker across the floor. Yes. Holy cow. Well, I was like, you know. Vinny showed up, and it was Sergeant Vinny who showed up, and he yeah. took command of You need everything. that. I, I'm, yeah. all, I'm all for the people who can take control of stuff well, like that. Well, it, it just, the old lady, the, the old lady, the lady that was giving Craig the organ, they didn't clear any pathways in the house. Like, None. all the rugs were down. All the furniture was still there. Uh. They were like, oh, you know, so-and-so said the door was this wide, and I'm like, no, it's about a quarter inch too narrow. There's no way we're getting this through. And I was like, we're going to have to throw this thing up on its side, so we need a blanket to put on the floor so we don't scratch the organ or your floor. She's like, well, I don't see what that's going to do. I'm like, just give me the blanket. And we flipped that bitch upside down, and I was like, all right, Wendy, take this one through. All right, sweet, sweet, turn, 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 bam, out the door. It was like... Nice. I was a fucking loadmaster. You know, it was one of my... Yeah, you duties. were. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the ladies say. Well, there's our title. He was the loadmaster. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we eventually worked our way out the front door. We had to, you know... Would do- did you have a dolly then meeting? No, Just Wendy. There, there, <laughs> it, it, was, it was mostly Wendy and I that moved the, the organ. I did a lot of work. You did. Considering my back. You did. You did. And then you loaded up what up on your truck? Uh, yes. Okay. And then t- how far is it from your house? Oh, probably two or three minutes. No, it's not bad. That's yeah, it was on, you know where I live. It's on Fairway Drive. Oh, I, I got right. to drive yeah. in their front yard. Oh, nice. So Much to the chagrin to the guy next door. See the look on his face when we got out? Well, he couldn't say anything. You were on your no. own property. I never touched his. I know. And I would have laughed if he'd have said something, too, because I'd been like, I would have told him to shut his fat fucking hole. <laughs> there were people around here that would rat you out to the city if you would park in your own Grass. We weren't parked. We were obviously just unloading. Stuff. Yeah. We were unloading, and then it yeah, was, so they it don't was over, and I left. Well, that's good. So it made it right into what? Into your front door, obviously, yep. and then yes. right in that living room area? Absolutely. Yep. And then... And what is our game plan with that? Are you going to learn how to play, or is it just a... The girls already have been playing with it. They want to learn how to play phantom music. Ooh. Yep. My mom was over today. She saw it for the first time. She grew up with an organ like that in the house because my grandmother was a piano teacher. So she had a piano and an organ. Uh. And so she was over there playing around with it. She goes, nope, you got to do this and this, this, this. I'm like, I can't keep up with what you're doing because it's got three keyboards and they all have different. They all have their own controls. Plus, there's a main control board. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's I'm ready to I'm going to figure it out. And then I'm going to go offer my services to the Sabres. Okay. 
You're going to take Kenny's job? Yeah. Start the bus, tug nut. Start the bus. It's pretty cool. That is. That's good for you, man. That's a nice score. Also this weekend, I ran into something that you'll find genuinely interesting. Ooh, what? I ran into another hollow earth conspiracy theorist. Perfect. Uh-huh. Hollow earth? Uh, Alan believes the earth is hollow. So there's two of them. There's two of them. Yeah. Oh, and a whole documentary on it. There is a whole I'm documentary. saying it's plausible. <laughs> <laughs> More plausible than the flat earth. I'm not saying that right into the center of the earth. So, But if, I think that there's a spot in there that you can go in. and if there's, there's a, a hollow earth... It wouldn't be very difficult to get to the red hot magma. The liquid hot magma. <laughs> I watched Austin Powers for the first time with the girls last night. Did you like they were which not one? interested? The original first one. Okay. I'm I'm just curious how how does the Earth get its magnetic field in if it's hollow? No, well, see, it's not hollow. I'm saying there's pockets in there. Is what my version of it is. So there's there's like caves. If you dig down, you bust. You're, yeah, open. you're spelunking. <laughs> <laughs> Except whole civilizations can civilizations can be down there, now, like I, the Morlocks. That, but the the cave is not going to be like the size of the United States. I mean, we're talking like maybe the size of a small town or something like that. I would say I would yeah. I guess I never thought size enough, but big enough where there's uh, people can live and fly their flying saucers and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not with you on that one. I know. <laughs> but I think uh, unless they got chicken wings and then. Then we might talk. I saw this guy eat a flat chicken wing today on on uh, on one of those reels. But he's like, if you're not eating flat chicken wings this way, and I usually break them apart and right. then I eat them, and I'm like, yeah, that's right, what I do. So, and I eat the whole pretty much everything. But he actually took the wing with the bone side down and took it on his finger and he smushed it down, like where he smushed the skin down the bone, still holding onto the two chicken wings, and then put it in his mouth so it looked almost like the like the drum. Put it in his mouth, popped it right off, and the, the wing really? was clean. And you know what he didn't use on it? Ranch. Because friends don't let friends eat ranch. That's right. That Why are right. y'all looking at me? I don't fucking eat ranch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they eat instead? Brachettas. Brachettas, buffalo blue cheese. Buffalo blue cheese, yeah. I got to get some over to another shop, but wherever. I'm in, I'm in a couple of the places now, too. So We've gone through six of them since the 1st of August. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I loaded everybody up last week because I'm thinking, you know what? That's, that's Matt's week. <laughs> I gotta get, but Chops just called me, so I gotta get some over to him too. So Chops and now Chops Pelican, has great pizza, man. Yeah, I like his stuff. But Pelicanos is carrying it now, so we'll see if they do anything. They were the original one, one of the original ones carrying it, and then they didn't do it, and now they are. So we'll see what happens if they can continue trying to carry it or sell it. But Niagara Produce is the one that just sells. They 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 just sell a ton. I watch people actually look at the Rudy's, pick it up, and then they'll put the Rudy's down and then put mine in their cart. And I'm like, all right, that's a little <laughs> source of pride right there for me, you know. You should get your picture on it somehow. No, but, but you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to do one of those breads. You know how you do the dill bread, like pumpernickel with dill and stuff like uh-huh. that. Yeah. But we used to do that, and I'd like to kind of partner up with somebody and do like a bread bowl, but instead of using the dill, use that blue cheese because I think that's the bomb. So Vinny doesn't even like blue cheese, but he said yours wasn't bad. That's what I like to hear. It's all I'm shooting for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> go with that. Thanks, buddy. Yep, here for you. He's not going out of his way though. No. Hey, you know what? If some some people don't care for it, I I had some guy made it. I mixed uh, some real br- uh, bacon in there. Yeah. So we were talking about inventing a different type of flavor, bacon blue cheese. So I think I did I tell you that before. Yeah, I tried it. Actually, I tried it. I had those bacon bits in it. Yeah, and I'm like ah. I like bacon, but I, I didn't care for that. Some people thought there, some people at work really liked it, but I like my bacon. I'm, I'm like a burger and a breakfast food bacon guy. Anything other than that, I don't really care for it. On salads even, I'm like, ah. 
But a BLT, a burger, and uh, breakfast food. I wanted a, a bacon cheeseburger last night for dinner, and I was grilling. So I asked Wendy when she went out to stop at Nyer Produce and get some bacon. She missed the the deli. The The store was still open because they closed the deli an hour before. Uh-huh. But they have no bacon in the in the in the coolers. Wendy goes, you want me to stop by like Walmart or Tops and get bacon? Like, hell no. Yeah. Because once, once you're used to that Applewood smoked bacon from Niagara Produce, you're not buying That's it. You're not buying that cheap shit from no. Walmart. Agreed. I'm still waiting to do I've been doing so much on that. I love that, that Pit Boss griddle I got, man. That's just so f- nice to cook on. You can cook so much stuff on there. But the only thing I do want to cook is like a, the smash burger, a bacon burger where you're just going on there and you put the smash burger on there and just do it. I haven't done one of those yet. I've, I've made burgers the other day, but... I told you I cut up my, because I have the fresh beef and the liver, so I just cut up all the liver, too, and I made burgers with that, and that's what I had for dinner tonight. It was good, but it wasn't a smash burger. Uh, (laughs) I did smoked salmon. I don't like salmon. I like fish, but I don't like salmon for some reason. I did smoked salmon. I keep trying I've had different ways, and I've just never... The only way I can have salmon is if I have it the unhealthy way, where you blast it with some kind of a, like a... Cream cheese? Not even the cream cheese that... What's that? Sweet teriyaki... It's all that sugar stuff. It's a, it's a hot, spicy, sweet teriyaki. It, basically, all it does is that you might as well just drink that out of a bottle and not eat the salmon. Because Must be it's Japanese. Just, yeah, it's well, not. I'm going to buy a, an attachment for Wendy's food processor because I'm not grinding by hand anymore. But once, I, once that comes in, I have the meat ready. I'm going to grind some burgers up. I'm going to bring burgers for everybody. Oh, nice. So like I did before. But you know who posts a lot of photos of his dinners he's making. Do you make all those dinners yourself, Matt? Yeah, if I post a picture of it, I've made it. Yeah? You look quite a bit of cooking. Yeah, and no. I mean, I eat, usually, normally I eat like a homeless person, because I'm on the road On the road, so yeah. There's hardly any groceries in the house. Post them on what? He post them on Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. Like like when I made the hot dog quesadillas? Yep. Posted that. Am I friends with you on Facebook? No, I don't think so. What is that all about, Alan? I don't know. I'm looking. I'm like, I'm not friends <laughs> well, with I'm, you. I'm uppity. I don't I don't friend request anybody, but I if you friend request me, then I accept you. I never. <laughs> I think I'm like that too, but I just assume because we're on a message thing together that we're friends. That's messenger. That's that's completely different. Oh, um, but then I'll cook like real food. Like I, I I'll do the pork loin and the crock pot. Or Vinny and I did a pork loin on my grill. It took us what four hours to cook that thing? Three uh, hours, something like that. Like five. Five hours. We drank a lot of beer. We drank a lot of beer while we were, and it came out perfect. Well, the reason is because we drank all the beer. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's... I think we had the grills like 250 degrees. Oh, yeah. Low and slow. Yep. Nice and slow. Pineapple Willies. That was their slogan at back in Florida. I don't even know if they're still around. Upside down Pineapple Willies? No, but they were a little... <laughs> they're, you know what? They, they did the low and slow and steamed ribs and stuff like that, and they were good, but they were so... They were almost too tender. Like when the bone actually just breaks apart. Like well, it was just, it was just way too tender. Like it was too yeah, dry. That, no, it yeah. was too dry because they just let it keep going. So you would have just meat without any of the fat, and it's the fat's overcooked. where you get a lot of the meat from. So yeah, I don't know. I think that Matt, pulled I sent pork. you a friend request. Okay. I think that pulled pork at the parties was pretty darn good. That was good. I think I'm gonna make a, um, I'm gonna make like an Afghan chicken kebabs. They have holes in it then where you stick your toes through. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, the 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 very first part though is you got to take Greek yogurt. Or just regular plain yogurt, and you got to put it in a strainer, and you got to put double cheesecloth in the strainer, and then you dump your two, three cups of yogurt in, 
and then you set the strainer across like a mixing bowl and you let it sit in the fridge for four to six hours so all the excess liquid can drain out so all you're left with is that thick like whatever in the hell you call that and then obviously you grind up and you add like you know cardamom and cinnamon and cumin and all this other stuff and you just dump your chicken in there and then you marinate it overnight you pull it off and you just shove it on kebabs and then grill it Sounds good. That sounds Speaking delicious. Speaking of tasty things, the girl, Ugh. the picture of the girl you sent, was that Bonnie McMurray? It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was Bonnie McMurray, but that chicken sounds good. Those are what I get on my like news feeds because that's the stuff I'll kind of look at. But all these foreign foods that they have, they all cook on these big round skillets. Like instead of using a square skillet like we have our 36 year skillet. It's like a gigantic wok. It's like a gigantic wok, except it's flat, a lot of these ones that oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. So they make them flat and then they do. All these little things, like little crepes or eggs or all these amazing things they cook on there. All these foreign countries, street food, man. I would, See, I'd the, love street the meat. The Chinese man. can't use the flat one, though. They have to use the wok one because once you put the olive oil on, the cat can't get out. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. You know when I stopped using... I used to go to this Chinese restaurant all the time, and then I started just either making my own or doing stuff. But this Chinese restaurant, I was at watching them make my food and stuff, and they cook in those large woks. Well, I'm looking at this disaster of a fryer that they have there, and it's just spent. I mean, they got they used it so much. This fryer oil is as black as can be, oh. and it's just forever smoking. You know, and they're still cooking everything in there, which is fine. But then they would take like three ounce a three ounce ladle, and then to what you were cooking like the fried rice. So they would take that old oil, throw it in the wok, and then that's what they're frying all the stuff. Up with and everything and i'm like yeah i think it's a wrap for me so then i started going to like a local either grocery store or Which just making my own that? stuff it was it's not even here anymore but it used to be in uh going down transit on the right hand side where like dollar general is across from the the lockport motel oh yeah Remember like by marks mm-hmm. emperor mings is that it yeah I'd go in there and I was like, that was good. But then I've seen them in like a couple l- other places. I always thought that was the best tasting Chinese in town. Yeah, it, it, was, it was so good. But I kind of, I saw that and that just changed me. You want to talk about street food. Like I lived in South Korea for a year. They have some amazing street food. They have this stuff called yakimandu. It's like a fried dumpling. Mm. And so the, they serve it to you. They get like six, eight. You get eight in this paper cone. And then they give you this little um, skewer bamboo stick. And you get a little tiny cup of hot sauce. And you just use the, you know, the poker and you poke it and you dump it in the sauce or the soy sauce and you eat it. And it's, it's like a soy and hoisin sauce, something like that. Anyway, that was great. Or then you get a bowl of like noodles. And uh, I mean, or you go down, you get a Donner kebab. Mm-hmm. We used to go to Ibrahim's. It was the name of the restaurant uh, down in TDC, which is short for Dongdashong. And uh, so we go down to the corner and Baby Donkashan. Pretty much. But he had this spinnaker thing of meat and he would just cut it, you know, right off the thing and drop it right into the pita. And then he would give you all these vegetables and the uh, the yes, cucumber that dressing. Delicious. Oh my and the fries. Oh my god, dude. Like you know how McDonald's fries are made with crack? Yeah. Like, this shit was made with heroin. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, his fries, I, I would go back just for his French fries. But the Donner kebab there was the best Donner I've ever had in my life. See, that sounds good. Absolutely fantastic. That sounds good. I like, I like, I like eating. Oh, yeah. Me too. Go down to um, Almaza on, uh, on transit. Okay. I know it's where that is. It's a Lebanese restaurant. Yeah. At, it, oh, my God. Talk to Musa. He's the owner. Absolutely fantastic food. The lamb roll. And when I go in there, I always tell them, like, I'll sit down. If I go to places like that, I was like, I don't know. Just I see stuff on uh, on Facebook, and that all looks good, so just bring me stuff. And they laugh, and they're like, okay, here you go. 
You know? The lamb roll, fantastic. Oh, my God. And his wife makes this green, I don't know what it's called. He's like, yeah, my wife makes the green stuff. And she's a tax preparer. But when she's preparing taxes during tax season, you can't get the green stuff because she's not there. She's doing everybody's taxes. <laughs> and so I'm like, damn it. You know, so, you know, it's really authentic, you know, I, I, not because of that. But, I mean, you just go in there and check she's it out. She's got to plan fantastic. and freeze, man. Plan and freeze. Pull it out when you need it. Hey, that, that's what I'm saying. But it never pull out. Never. That's how I got three kids. <laughs> <laughs> Four. Yeah, I got 167, I think is what we're at. 167 kids, something like that. I think in school this okay. year, like we're supposed to have like a full, like a full load. There's some of the people are shaking in their boots because there's going to be like a, a stampede of kids there. So and I'm I'm ready for it, man. Well, I'm you excited. can whip them into shape. I think so. We do have a couple articles I want to talk about. Oh, for heaven's! I don't know who put it. I put all but one article on. I'm sure it's not me because I don't even know how to put articles on this thing. So I can tell you from the history who it was. It has to be rich. It had to have been rich. Yeah, it was rich. Well, article number one looks pretty neat. Article number one is one of the ones that I was thinking of that we got to talk about. We talked about it at dinner tonight. You know, I, I, I read something about this the other day, and I was like, uh, if this was the case, like, my son would be a millionaire right. already. I have already have half this wardrobe. I, I know, right? So Heinz is now selling a collection of ketchup-stained clothing. After years and years of quite literally leaving its mark on the fashion industry, Heinz has debuted a new clothing collection called With Ketchup. The vintage drip collection features thrifted clothes in a partnership with ThreadUp, an online resale platform, and the proceeds support global hunger relief. 157 secondhand streetwear and designer pieces in the clothing line, each with a unique ketchup stain. Because when it's Heinz, it's not a stain, it's a statement. That's pretty impressive, actually. I, I like the I like the whole everything about this. I even like the vintage drip. I like the slogan, and I love what they're doing with it. You know what? The vintage drip sounds like gonorrhea. It's Just say. say, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I have probably I always buy shirts in double. So if I buy a t-shirt, I get two of them because inevitably I drip ketchup on it. <laughs> Why don't you buy one shirt and a bib? It'd be a lot smarter. Actually, all you got to do is buy one bib. That's what I'm saying. All the time. And right. then you can go Carry back to just buying you. one shirt. That would work. All my shirts were always stained it's on the belly. Money anyway. I never hit, the, <laughs> never hit the chest. And always, all my stains always wound up on my belly. That's like my wife. She has no stains below the boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all I was able to do, like, I didn't have to go buy new shirts because all I did was I went through a, a vest stage. So now I just went through and I got all my shirts <laughs> and I could wear the vest and it still looks so good. I'm really disappointed. I, I, I got on Wrangler.com because I was looking for another one of my Wrangler fleece vests because I, I love them. They don't sell them anymore. No. Daniel's got a nice one. Runnings. Runnings has some nice ones. They're not Wrangler, though. Yeah, they're probably not, because I, I think Wrangler discontinued it. But I have a, a gray uh, Wrangler fleece vest, and it's it's comfortable. It's warm. It's great, right? And I was hoping to get, like, a blue one. it shows one. off the guns. Yeah, nah. I, I was thinking about getting a blue one. You know, that's, that's what I wanted. Because when I wanted to get the blue one last year, they were sold out. So I got the gray one, but I love the gray one. So maybe I'll stop by Runnings and see what they got. Yeah, they got good stuff. And they got, I just bought like this shirt right now. I think I spent $40 on. Buy one, get one half off over at Kohl's. I'm like, all right, I just need some clothes. But then I look at Runnings. They got shirts just like these for $12. Like I multiple just, calls. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go to Kohl's, return the ones I have, and then just 
go to Runnings and save that money. I just bought um, five uh, button downs from Eddie Bauer. And they were all on sale for this Labor Day weekend. So got them all at a good price. And they're cut so you don't have to tuck them in. That's what I like now. And I was like, I like that because I, yeah. I don't like to tuck in my button-down shirts to my blue jeans. Like, yeah. if I'm going to tuck in a button-down shirt, it's going to be in a pair of khakis or a pair of slacks. You know who likes tucking in their shirts into their blue jeans? Chuck fucking Norris. He's fucking Chuck Norris, and he can do what he wants. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what got me with these Cole shirts, because they were like the... Per- that's how they marketed it. That's how they, the got, per- that's how they perf- get you. That's how they got me. The perfect length. You don't need to cut- tuck these in. Right. Oh, I'm that's like, a Sonoma. It is a Sonoma. I was looking at those uh, the other day. I was there yesterday. Was it yesterday? No, it was the day before yesterday, actually. Saturday. I was looking for some no-tuck shirts, and Sonoma has them, but I was like... Uh, like some of the ones they had, I was like, I don't really like the the style. Yeah, I went with just the flannel because I didn't like the, some of the other ones. I didn't like. They had just this whatever print it was. But well, Apartment Nine had the flannel ones that are no tuck, but I've, I already have my flannel ones. So I got to get my more letter. Where did you flannel. get your gray T-shirt? This is a Walmart special. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say <laughs> it was actually white Hell before yeah. I got here. <laughs> so anyway, back to this ketchup stain bullshit. We can make lots of money selling the clothes out of my closet. There you go. That's how we're going to support the podcast for the next three years. Let's do it. Hey, I mean, what are we doing? We're showing people that we're messy eaters, that we don't they know how to eat. We're proud of Heinz ketchup. Look, I mean, to be fair, Heinz is to the only... Fair. To be to fair. Be fair. <laughs> Heinz is the only ketchup that I eat. Exactly. Right. Okay. All the rest are mere imitators. However, if I get a ketchup stain on a shirt that's going to show it and that motherfucker won't come out, that bitch becomes a yard work shirt. Right. That becomes a painting shirt. That becomes a cleaning the house shirt or a Malaysia shirt. But it never leaves the house or my yard. Like, I don't go out and go, look at me. I got this ketchup stain. I'm so proud. Like, dude, anybody who's anybody eats Heinz ketchup. What if you go to a country concert? First, there's no such thing as a food stain you can't get out. Second, kids have been paying good money for destroyed fucking jeans for I know, years. For years. Yeah. I mean, not just holes. Destroyed. Exactly. So this is just the next step in that stupidness. It's exactly. It's dumb. Like, go but buy some. But we're old. I mean, I'm not wearing a fucking stained shirt. No. But I'm sure my son and his buddies would. Dude, think, go and buy. <laughs> go buy some like Perry Ellis t-shirts or something, and then stain the motherfucker with ketchup. And you're good to go. I wear T-shirts with award-winning slogans on them. You do. You do. Vote for Bacon. <laughs> Bacon? Bacon. France. Francois. <laughs> what? A- <laughs> so we drop off. <laughs> Vinny helps us drop off the organ at the house, right? And the girls are playing. It sounds like a church in our house. And I said, we're going to church it up, Joe Dirt as we're walking out the door. <laughs> that was going to be a movie I watched the other night. It was either between Joe Dirt and Blazing Saddles. In the garage, and I went with the blazing. You know what movie I watched? I haven't seen it in so long. That it's just—it's a funny movie, it really and I is. love Madeline Kahn. I just—I oh, absolutely love her. Yes. I got I got to now. I watch Young Frankenstein because I loved her in that too, yeah. and I loved her in Clue. She's just one of my. I'm not. That's I think a, we talked about that movie that gets underrated all the what, time. Clue? Yes, Clue's brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know who? I used to when I was younger get them confused between the two: Madeline Kahn and Bernadette Peters. I love them both. Bernadette's my cousin. Really? Yeah, she's not. That's not a real name. No. No, I forget what her real name is. Bernard uh, Barone. Really? 
something like that. I forget, but yeah. I don't know. I always thought she, she was, was looks. She's wonderful now. Like I've seen her in so many things. Obviously the jerk, but she was just in. Uh, an, I think it was an Amazon series called Mozart in the Jungle. I'll have to check it out. And Mozart in the Jungle is another fantastic. How fantastic old is she? Now? She got me in her seventies, doesn't she? I I would have said I would have said late sixties, but okay. yeah, knock yeah. it on that door. She played a judge uh, for a couple episodes in uh, Boston Legal. Yeah, such she's so beautiful. I mean, she really is. Yeah, she, she was really actually is. really attractive in that. Yeah. And she was always telling the lawyers that came into her chamber, she's like, take off your pants. And she was like banging out lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that was the character, not, so, <laughs> not her. Rich showed us. She, she wouldn't even know who I am. I mean, I just know down the family tree right. was pointed out that it right. happened. Rich gave us the site where you can watch the television shows and the movies. Uh-huh. Well, so I watched. you got to forward that to me because I still okay, don't see I it. I know it's in the thing. I watched I Stroker Ace the other day. Why do I remember that movie? Is that a Burt Reynolds, Jim Neighbors, and oh, what was the? uh, Who was he married to? Lonnie Anderson. It's a race car movie. Okay. Parker Stevenson was his arch nemesis. It was Talladega Nights before there were Talladega Nights. Okay. Hmm. So I watched that, and then I said, I wonder if it has weird science. Not only do you have to watch that on a computer. I did. Yeah. Not only did I watch weird. Not only do they have weird science. The original they have one. The, yes. LeBron? They have the television show too. Oh. Yes. I'll have to so check I, some so of that. So I watched. Out. You know what I can't find, and it, we used to be on HBO a couple times a year. Cannonball Run. I own that. You know, because it was written by a Lockport guy. Was it? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. It was written by. Oh, what the fuck is his name? Yeah, you go to Google. Brock it, Yates. Brock Yates. Brock Yates. Of the Lockport Yates? Yes. Dr. Yates relation? His dad was Raymond Yates, who was the head of the Historical Society for years and years and years. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's Maury Yates' father-in-law would have been the head of the... Maybe. Okay. Well, yeah, but Brock Yates, he's, that's the dude. He wrote Cannonball Run. Very nice. Yep. I love some of those old He was a car movies. driver magazine editor, publisher. Oh, wow. Yeah. So hmm. They had a whole van section over at the, uh, Lock- or the Alcott car show. Yeah, did you take the Creeper? I didn't take the Creeper van. I was actually stayed at, I went to Medina, KOA. What is that, Wild? Wildwood, yeah. Wildwood. So I hung out there. That's, you know what, I it was good. I saw people, but that's not like Allegheny. Wildwood? Oh, no. You know, no, no, I no. was expecting like that. That I place was just golf carts everywhere, people everywhere. Just music. It was like you didn't, I didn't feel like I was actually camping. When I camping, I would like a little solitude. But over there, that's not it. That's, you're going there just to party and party yeah. and party. 40 years ago, Wildwood was a shithole in the wall. Oh, yeah. And they've really oh, done yeah. a lot yeah. with yeah. it. The, the couple that bought it got into the KOA franchise and they've, they've dumped a lot of money into it. The they place? put a lot of money, but you know, you should go to my family's place out in Elbion, Green Harbor. You know Green Harbor, right? That's a I camping place? I've it's a camping it. place, yeah. I would go there. I get now little stickers, though, so when I go someplace and I stay, I. Well, I you could just grab your sleeping there. bag, throw it on the floor over there next to Lake Allen. Oh, that'd be nice. Feel like you're <laughs> on the seashore there. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. I have the same problem right now. Well, you know how they. This is uh, when I was in Medina at that Wildwood. Everybody, you were allowed for the longest time to bring your own uh, golf carts there. Yeah. And they also have golf carts for rent. So now they actually charge you to bring your own golf cart. So if you bring your own golf cart in there, you have to pay them $10 a day to use your golf cart. And you know what that is? That's how they get you. That is how they get you. That's a straight-up money grab. You spent five grand, six grand. This one guy had a 
It was comical. It was like a limo, a golf cart. Yes. It had like five five rows of seats in it. And and I was just like, that's fantastic. I feel like I would be a moneymaker there. Like I would do that and drive people around. And I would at night, I would open up a, a little shop for people to eat and say, come and get these eats. You know? Now that's the electrical vehicle I can get behind. The golf cart. The golf cart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be fine they, to go through and do local runs around here and oh things yeah. like that. They have a city in Georgia. It's called Peachtree City, right? Okay. Yep. Golf carts. Fucking. They, their Walmart burned down by arson last week. Everywhere. Was that the one? Yeah. In Peachtree City? Yep. Yeah. I saw that on the news. Well, 14 when I was, girl burned it down. So when I was stationed in Atlanta when I was in the Army, I used to have to go down to Peachtree. Yep. I used to have to go down to Peachtree City or drive through Peachtree City, rather, on my way down to, uh, what was it, Benning? Fort Benning. Or Stewart. One of the two. Stuart, Stuart, <laughs> but we would we would go through there, and there are literally golf cart paths everywhere, and there's hardly any cars. There's just fucking golf carts everywhere. There's a place out on seventy seven that sells golf carts. Yeah. Some nice ones. Uh, one of the guys that lives next door to my uh, my brother Carmen actually makes and customizes golf carts. I want yeah. one with spinners. He can do that. There's a place ground effect lighting. His name's George Wiley. Oh, I know George. Yeah, George can hook you up, man. That's cool. I'll take a 240 Bravo. I don't think you can take a 50 cal. Huh. <laughs> you can have it mounted on there. <laughs> I don't think I'll be driving forward. <laughs> I'll try to shoot it. I'll start shooting Ma Deuce, and all of a sudden my golf cart starts going backwards. backwards. Yeah. I don't think you can handle the recoil. That was the other thing I started watching, Firefly. I never watched it before. It's a fantastic series that they fucking canceled. I then know. you got to watch the, um, the Serenity. movie. Yep, you got to watch that. And that kind of wraps it all up. I didn't. You know what? When I was flipping through, I did so much work at my house on Saturday. Like I was just, I was up till three in the morning in the garage watching movies. So I had put on like Star Trek: Next Generation was on there, so I was watching that. I'm like, yeah, I don't get a whole lot of that either. And then I wanted to watch <laughs> Outlander because I'm like, all right, Outlander. That was what Talladega Nights. Remember when he said Outlander is the greatest movie ever? It won awards for everything and stuff like that. So when he it's was telling Ricky Bobby. Highlander. Highlander. Oh, Highlander? <laughs> yeah. Outlander's a different... <laughs> Outlander's <laughs> totally fucking different. Yeah, totally I'm different. watching Outlander. I'm like, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm like, <laughs> so I, I switched that, too. I'm like, I don't know why this is good. So I, I did that. And then I started yeah. watching The Hobbit, and that, that seemed pretty labor-intensive. So I got off of The Hobbit. Isn't the Outlander that Diana Gambrone, wherever the heck her name is? Your wife reads her uh, romance Diane novels. Gabaldon. Yeah. The, the romance. Name. Oh. <laughs> That's why I'm like I'm waiting for people to die, and I'm like well, I don't know like they're all dressed like and like they, they're ready to fight. You they, know they do they do their fighting and, and all that. Like and I'm like uh, uh, my uh, wife's trying to get me to watch it, and I'm I'm like I uh, can't. Wait, is it a series or just a movie? It's a series. series. Oh, this thing what I think was a movie. So speaking of series, like everybody here seen Game of Thrones, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So have you guys been watching House of the Dragon? Yes. No, I have not. I have not. I heard so, it's fantastic. Episode three was last night, mm-hmm. and I thought it was funny that you had the first episode was was in the past of the prequel, so it kind of for the first twenty minutes or so. So it's the past, past, and then the regular it, shows the, it, then the, the past, it's like a hundred. No, it's like one hundred and seventy years before for Game of Thrones. Right. So you you got like the first ten or fifteen minutes is like before that. Then you come back to the present, which is one hundred and seventy years before Game of Thrones. Then episode two jumps forward six months. And then episode three jumps forward like three fucking years. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. They, that's why I, that's like, what I didn't like about Game hard. of Thrones to begin with. They're, I can't pay attention. They're doing some time jumps here. Are they I'm using like, any of the cast from? No. No, no, Because no, no, I don't no. know if they have like a, like a vision person who can go through and say, oh, here's no, the, you know, a little um, Ternarius or whatever. Melisandre 
the the lady who played Melisandre, Karis Karis Van Houten. She's hot. Yep. She wants to have her character in House of the Dragon. Right. That'd be because cool. she technically was that old. I'll have to steal Howie's. Yeah. Howie's but I mean, call it again I'm that. finishing up a rewatch of Deep Space Nine. No, Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm on episode two of the last season. And I'm I'm catching things that I never caught before. Right. You have to. You can. You can catch stuff every time you watch yeah, it. Absolutely. Like uh, one of the things in Game of Thrones, uh, Jamie was talking to I think it was Tyrion or somebody, uh, maybe his sister, but he was like, Rhaenyra was eaten by her fucking dragon, and I was like, wait a second, as in the one from House of the Dragon? It would. It would be. Yeah. And I was like, um. Well, thanks for ruining the fucking series for me, asshole. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um, not that that's how the series is going to end. And, I mean, it, this is House of the Dragon, so we may get, we may see it span 170 years and go all the way up to the very beginning of Game of Thrones because it's all about the Targaryens. Right, and the 170 years would be when, when House of Dragon ends, that's when Daenerys' father's reign begins. So however long the Mad King reigned is the, the gap. Yeah, and, and I, I could see it doing that. So but you're so watching far, it too? Yes. Okay. But, but so far it's pretty, pretty neat. I thought, I, was like, I, I thought the crab feeder was going to go a little longer than what it did. Yeah. And I was like, really? Like, I, I thought we were going to have like, the protagonist for like, the whole season. And now I'm like, uh, well, who's the fucking bad guy now? I think the brother is going to turn out. They're all thing. bad guys. Well, I mean, yeah, you've, you've got Damon, interests. you've got Otto, who's like the little finger, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, eh, well, but we need a fucking enemy. Like, right. we all knew in the beginning of Game of Thrones, the tone was set, episode one, the White Walkers. We knew that was the enemy. Winter was coming. Winter was coming. Oh, oh that's the, right. You know, we knew that was going to happen. Now I'm, I'm just sitting here going, well, that guy didn't fucking make it. And, I mean, yeah, the, the whole thing with Damon, but if you read the books, you kind of see what Damon and Renara's relationship were. Like, he's her uncle, but in the books, he took her virginity. I can kind of see that. Because the... Dynamic. Because the Targaryens were famous for, like, marrying each other or marrying half-siblings right. and shit like that to try to keep the bloodlines pure. So, I, I think it is a good series. But you know what? There's so many apps you have to have to watch so many different things, you know. That, I mean, HBO Max would be awesome for that. And then Ted Lasso for what's the other one? Is that a uh, Apple TV? Apple, Apple TV. Yeah. And then now I'm disappointed because I had uh, my friends who were here like last year. And here again, they had put on Disney for me on my TV. So I'm like, I've had it now for over a year. And I watched whatever, five things on that thing. But I went to use it the other day and... And it said update required, which like a dummy, I just, I accidentally hit okay. So as soon as the update happened, then I was signed out of it. Because when I don't ever hit update required, uh-huh. I just, I was like, not now, not now, and I'm good. But as soon as it says update required, then I was logged out. So now I can't watch that anymore. And they got me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we still have Netflix. Not that we really watch Netflix much anymore. I mean, my kids do. Yeah. Um, and they watch Hulu. My wife and I pretty much stick to Amazon uh, Prime, which we have Paramount Plus on. We have the Stars on. We have HBO Max. I just on a got Skinamax on it. Well, we have HBO Max. 
I don't um, watch a ton. I watch uh, due to our friend over there. I put on some Hulu every now and then. So thank you, sir. And then I got that friendly TV app. So every now and then there's like a Frasier or a, a King of Queens is on. Or the Golden Girls, but the Golden Girls is on Hulu too. And the Golden Girls, honestly, God, it's, just, it's just, you know what? I like watching those shows because I don't have to think about it. I'm getting a bunch of work right. done around the house, and I just gonna, and I find myself in a corner somewhere going. <laughs> That's what I do with like Star Trek. You know, yeah. like I'll throw on one of the Star Trek series and from season one, episode one, and I'll start you know cleaning the house or doing something I've been meaning to do. It's in the background. I've seen it ten million times. I know what's happening. I still love it. It's Doesn't a comfort, matter, right? It's, you know, and that's the thing. People that have anxiety will generally watch the same shows over and over and over because it's comforting. They know what's going to happen, so it doesn't drive their anxiety up. So, like, you know, watching House of the Dragon yesterday when Damon was doing his thing, and I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Uh, I'm not sure. And then my heart starts to beat a little faster because I'm kind of into the show. Right. You know, so it's starting to induce a little anxiety. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Somebody fucking kill somebody. Somebody do something, right? And then all of a sudden the shit pops off and I'm like, oh, okay, that's what we were doing. And then I was like, eh, like I felt the ending was kind of a letdown. Like I, it, it, because I thought we were going to have more of the crab feeder. Right. And I was like, we're going to have a protagonist at least for the fucking season. But now that they're freed maybe, up... Maybe they haven't revealed the protagonist yet. And that's true. And, and now that, you know, Corliss and Damon are freed up from what they're doing, now it brings them back into the fold and back into the game. And we'll see how that dynamic changes with, you know, the king and uh, the princess. Because now you can have Damon and Renara, which she's the heir apparent now, versus Damon. But you also got brand new little... Yeah, you got Junior there. That, yeah, you got Junior now, and it's like, um... And she's pregnant again. Boy, he died. The, the she's just a baby machine. That was fucking Renard's best friend. Right. I'm like, come on, man. Y'all are some sick motherfuckers. Like, they tried to marry him off to a little 12-year-old girl. And he's like, well, I can't have any kids with her for like two years because, you know, she, she's not bleeding yet. And I'm like, uh, dude. <laughs> like, have you seen her? Like she's four feet fucking tall. Right. Like she, you're, looks, she like, looks eight. <laughs> she's uh, twelve and looks like looks eight. Uh, yeah, Ugh, and I was yuck. like, uh, I'm like, please tell me we're not going this route, HBO. Really? But and back then, then, as soon as they ble- started bleeding, they were baby machines. Well, that's because people didn't live until be like you right, know, thirty, thirty five. Right. So you were having <laughs> as soon as you had your first period, you were knocked up having kids because that's exactly. the only way the species could you know exactly. humans could. So I get it, but now. It, it's different. So for us, in our society, it's, it's different because of the laws and uh, the way we're raised right. and stuff. So, so uh, I found another article that you guys are really going to like, especially you, Vinny. Oh, Is it on me. here? Yes. The U.S. Forest Service has a guide to completely obliterate a horse with explosives. The fuck would I want to do that? <laughs> Just to blow shit up? I mean, I'm all for blowing shit up, but what the fucking horse do? Right. Who knows? The United well, States Department horse, of Agriculture. Right. <laughs> the United States Department of Agricultural Forest Service has a handy guide complete with illustrations on how to blow up a horse. Holy shit. If you've never heard the tale of a certain Oregon whale that was splattered across a crowd of onlookers and journalists, you probably already realize this isn't a terrible idea. The guide first published in nineteen ninety five. It's not even eighteen ninety five, it's nineteen ninety five. For use by Forest Service employees, explains that sometimes you just have to blow up a horse. Dead animals in recreation areas, for okay, example, can attract bears. 
which could lead to a more a dire situation. So they tell you how to. There is one pitcher that has looks like sticks of dynamite in key areas, and there's a second pitcher where the whole horse is covered in dynamite. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. So yeah, it's probably easier than trying to haul that big bastard out of the woods. And I got friends right. of mine that would just dig a big hole, right, and dump it, and then dump it. I'm sure they'd have to cut a few things though, like the belly. So, so you know how you, gas so you know how you'd have to blow it up. You couldn't be standing near it, so you'd have to use your bow with a flaming arrow on it and hit one of the dynamites on the fuse. You could do it. I'll bet you Vinny could do it. He's like a sharp shooting guru. <laughs> like I, I get blowing up a dead animal. Like yeah. Okay, sure. Like, do you guys remember the video? I think it was like the seventies or the eighties where they tried to blow up the fucking whale on the beach. Yeah, the seventies. Yeah. Like, and they didn't get it right the first time. And they destroyed a car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and whale then, flesh went everywhere. Yeah, blubber. And, and then people got like whale guts and shit on them. Right. Like, it was fucking hilarious. Yep. I mean, unless you were there. Yeah. You know, but the whale was dead. Like, I, I get what you're talking about. Like, you like want the a parrot? Is this parrot dead? I don't know what that is. Monty Python. The very first episode of Monty Python. Mm. You know, like you're trying to prevent bears from going into the area and all that shit, right? I get it. So you're going to blow that up. So what are we going to do? We're just going to make a, a red, misty horse paste. And we're going dis- to disperse that everywhere yeah, in this how, gigantic... How you that up? You're, yeah. you're not. I mean, so in my opinion, you would probably attract more shit. Well, if there's blood, you're going to attract sharks. Yeah. Well, we're and they're the- land sharks, so you got to watch out for land sharks. Yeah, those fuckers climb trees, too. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> it, rather efficiently. So, yeah, I, I would not be blowing that up. I would go in there. I would drag that fucker out of the woods. I tried to watch a couple of Monty Pythons this weekend. I was looking at, like, The Life of Brian. Oh, I love that movie. I just didn't get any part of it. I was like, nah, done. You, you know what The Life of then? Brian's about? No. No? So Jesus and Brian are born on the same day. Okay. And the three wise men screw up and go to Brian's hut instead of Jesus' hut. Oh. And so we have this godly person, Jesus, and you have, it's kind of like twins. You have Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, I gotcha. And then you have Danny DeVito. Yeah, I try to get through that and watch. I'm like, I don't really care for this. And then Eric the Viking or somebody the Viking, Tim Tim Robbins. I don't remember that one. Was in it? I was like, nah, I don't. You got to watch Monty Python's Flying Circus. All right. I, you know what? I watched those a few times. Those were good. And I watched The Holy Grail. Other than that, I think that's about it. it was never a huge How about Monty The Meaning Python of Life? I, I think I watched that. How about The Adventures of Baron Munchausen? That I've never even oh, heard dear of. Dear God, I saw that in like it's from like eighty eight or eighty nine. Yeah, that's a that's a Monty Python too. Like, no, it's, it it bombed. It bombed, but I love it. I don't know what that is. It is. I want to say it's I've seen it. One once. of the guys from Monty Python. It was like John Cleese was in it. I think something he, like that. Yeah, but I can't remember who the main writer was. But it's it's a bomb. But it's so funny to watch. I just watched John Cleese in an episode of like Will and Grace when he's with Karen. <laughs> it's just, it's funny. Like those two together, that was just comedy. That Have you ever watched the, the Monty Python reunion? No. Where they all get together on stage, they're doing a question and answer, and they bring an urn for Graham Chapman because Graham, Graham Chapman has passed away. So John Cleese is a big, tall guy. About halfway through the interview, he's got Graham Chapman's urn sitting on the end of the table in front of him. He goes across his legs, kicks it over. <laughs> Purposely. Purposely. It yeah. And so then one of the guys, Michael Palin, licks his finger, sticks in and goes, yeah, that's Graham. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I wish 
Where were they from? Are they? Is that English? They're England. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I wish that Walden and Rich were here, especially for this last article that we're going to read before we get into the fun stuff. Is that the vabbing? The vabbing one. Oh, my God. The bizarre TikTok dating trend that sees people using their vaginal fluids as perfume. Seriously? (laughs) 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 Uh, uh, Come on, people. We're just going backwards, man. It is an unconventional technique women are using to attract a partner using their vaginal secretions. Supposedly, the natural scent contains pheromones, which can attract potential partners and influence romantic activity. A number of women have been sharing their experiences with vabbing on their TikTok accounts, most notably Gwyneth Paltrow, with many singing its praises. So I am not sure how effective this is going to be. I employ vabbing or encourage vabbing and recommend it as part of a mating ritual with a current lover that already loves your juices, she says. I do vab a little bit in my pressure points so that when a lover comes over, he's getting this ultimate sense of me. It drives people wild, and I love it so much. Okay, I get pheromones are a natural attractant, but... I don't understand. So if you've got some sort of an STD or an STI and you don't know it and you're putting that shit on you, you know, you're putting your own stuff on you. Like what? How did you get pink eye seven times this month? Yeah. Well, it's because I farted on your pillow. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just like, I, I don't know, like the hygiene, hygiene concerns about it. Right. But here's what I think. If you're doing that and you find that it works for you. Then just can't you? Don't people keep secrets anymore? Right. Oh, oh no. Yeah, just you don't have to no, fucking no. tell me about it. Don't turn it into a thing. Just say, you know what? This is what I do, and it works. And you know what? I'm getting where I need to go. And uh, it's I have good, a very special thing that's that fine. works. And you don't need to know about it. Yeah, but it works. But let's make a TikTok video of it so it can go viral, and then you got everybody doing all sorts of content. Every- it's all about the content. Well, that's think insane. about it. Sorry, Matt. You're going to be left out on the cold on this one. But we all have flavors savers here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a goatee for those of you that don't know what that is. <laughs> I prefer mouth mullet. Okay. <laughs> so it's kind of we've kind of used this before, right? Mm-hmm. But that's after the attraction's already there. Well, this is and what if like, they're fuck yeah? What if all of a sudden some girl is vabbed and then you walk into the room and then all of a sudden if you find yourself turned on by the you're, pheromones, you're all and then, golden retriever on her leg. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they're like, no, they, what do they got Clorox wipes with them that they're wiping it off afterwards when they don't want the attracted attention? I tell you how what, to reverse that. Right. So wait, carry, a, t- carry a spray bottle with you. Wait till dudes start pabbing. No. What do you I, call it? Cabbing. Pabbing. Pabbing. I mean, if women are doing it, it's only a matter of time before dudes do it, right? Yeah. This is dude. I'm not it. fucking doing it. That's disgusting. Are you talking the load or yes. the, pre, the pre-shot? Dude, I, I fuck out of You got to just, yeah, carry I mean, a little, it's your, it's your little two-ounce glass cup with you. Sure, so every time you want to go, shake it up and a little behind the yeah. ears. Oh, my God. That's, Why don't us just use ball oh. sweat? Nobody here has ever. <laughs> <laughs> that Fomunda cheese. Yeah. That's a lot more accessible. <laughs> Some people say that's right up there with apple cider vinegar, though. Right. Oh, my Healing God. qualities. It's supposed to be good for your skin. Uh, I don't know. You've never dumped a load on your belly, jerking off, and just rubbed it in? No. Never. No. Never, ever. <laughs> no. Fuck, I did it last week. <laughs> <laughs> Saves on the towel. I rubbed it into her belly. Well, yeah. It's good for her skin. Yeah. With your belly, so that would make mutual belly, so it was on you. 
Yeah, I you can't I just, get away from it. <laughs> I don't. I, have, I don't have that many towels. I'm with Alan on this one. Like, if you're gonna do it, I don't fucking know about it. Yeah, have it be your own little secret, your own little. I'm trick. glad you brought that up. The to- the sex towel. They don't. They don't show you that in the movies. Or you get up and wipe yourself off. Yeah. I know, But right? they cuddle all night, and they wake up the next morning, they automatically have their underwear back on. Dude, my dick would be glued to my wife's ass <laughs> if that happened. <laughs> because we like to spoon. Yeah. <laughs> There's, sorry, sweetie. We got to go hop in the shower. We got to break the hold on this. You know, hey, go get some nail polish remover. You know, this shit ain't working. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. If you don't clean, you learn that lesson, like... When you're 17. You only had to learn that shit once. You're like, oh, yeah, this is great. I'm putting my drawers back on. We're just going to go to sleep. And you wake up the next morning. You go to pull your drawers off. You rip half your skin off. Your dick is still (laughs) stuck to your stomach. (laughs) I had a pair of socks that could walk by themselves. (laughs) Like, you can't fucking piss, you know, because you're, you know, almost shooting yourself in the nostril. Like, (laughs) this shit doesn't work. (laughs) I mean. That was one of the things he asked at the doctor's office. How good is your stream in the morning? I said, well. Everything works great in the morning because I had to stand in the bathtub to get the arc right and the poor intern that he had. She's like <laughs> she's like twenty. <laughs> got her, man. <laughs> hey, sometimes I gotta fucking kick a leg up and fucking lean forward. So he has to do the hernia check and I decided I'm going to the doctor's office. I'm gonna be a smart ass. So my wife buys me these special underwear that have the the ball hammock in it. But they're <laughs> dirty ones. So they have naughty scenes on them. So I got the the cupids fucking each other. It's bright, bright pink. So he goes, "Can you pull your pull your shorts down to your <laughs> to your thigh and leave your underwear where they're at?" He goes, "Walker goes, are you kidding me?" <laughs> Can I borrow those? My next visit's coming up uh, in October. Like, nope. <laughs> I just got monster truck one. So, well, he told me last year that I had a hernia. So, I oh, mean, he told me the same thing. She's like, "Well, you got a hernia." So, I mean, I don't understand why he doesn't t- like talk more about that. I'm like, I'm okay. He's like, all right. He but goes, then when he says my cholesterol is at 104 and he wants to put me on medication, that's like a huge issue. Yeah, but if the hernia isn't causing you any discomfort or pain, there's not any reason right. to go yeah. in there. And yeah, there's it. no medical yeah. reason. He goes, do you know you have a hernia? I go, he goes, I go, no. He goes, doesn't bother you? I go, only when you tell me about it. Well, do you know what it is with me, though? Like with mine, I think I, I, think I do have to get something looked at because I actually have to push on it to get all my pee out. Is that a bad, that's is that bad. A bad hernia? That's bad. That's a bad one. That means you've got some intestine coming through somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I should probably bring that up to him. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. That, right. That's going to be a, a, a repair. Uh, like, is that where they cut you open, or is that just the needle thing? No, no, no. They're going to probably have to cut you open. And, They'll do and it right through your belly button. Uh, yeah, a couple right? little holes. Yeah. Yep. It's not bad. I got three letters for you, baby. ACV. <laughs> not going to work. <laughs> not going to work. All right. Work. So, yeah, because he told me that before, and it wasn't anything, but now I feel like, yeah, I guess I do. Like, if I kind of just turn and twist and... That's yeah, I don't have that problem. We're going to start wrapping up here, but... Ellen, can you tell us how they get us? I will tell you how they get you. To our friends over there in Francois, they have got the tax man cometh over there in France. Uh oh. And uh, so, France tax lawyer said Monday that a new artificial intelligence system has found thousands of undeclared swimming pools, allowing it to collect millions of euros from its homeowners. 
It is a software developed by Google and Camp Gemini, the Ale software, learned how to spot pools <laughs> on aerial images of nine French departments during a trial run last year. And they were then cross-checked with land registry databases. So since pool boosts property values, they usually lead to higher property and residency taxes, unless the owner neglects to notify the authorities. Private pool sales had already become, had already began to boom in France before COVID, and then they saw a huge surge uh, as installation of millions of employees began working from home more often. They reported that the AI test on average, an average pool of 30 square metres would uh, be taxed at 200 euros a year. So in the nine tax departments, the software detected more than 20,000 pools and led to $10 million in tax revenue last year. So even when you're trying to do the right thing, they got people flying over you. And ladies and gentlemen, that's how they get you. Well, you know how they're going to get us here, right? You know those... 87,000 new IRS agents that they're supposedly going to hire. Well, they're going to start cracking down on the digital income. Um, I was reading an article about this. So if you are like a content creator and you get money through like PayPal, Airbnb, eBay, all this other stuff. YouTube? YouTube, all of it. They're going to start looking at the money you make from that and they're going to start taxing that shit too. Well, they tax in the EU already for YouTube and stuff. Well, they're not here. They're, they're going to try. They try to get instead of, you know, responsibly spending our money and because it's a source of income. Right. They just find more ways to take money from you. They're, they're finding another way to give you the green weenie. Yep. Aren't they going to half a billion dollars? Nobody claimed that half a, that, that billion Nobody. dollar thing yet, right? No. Nope. But they're saying that's okay because they got a year to claim it and right. they're probably doing the right thing Sits by getting escrow a financial planner. Yep. But they already said that that person's like only really has two months, though, to pick what they want, whether it's they have a year to claim it, but they still have to call them in two months, they were saying, in order to say whether you want the, the lump, full the billion sum. or if you want a lump sum. So Content creators are going to get fucked. That was something I don't I know was, what a content creator is. It's somebody who that, makes YouTube videos and stuff. YouTube videos. Oh, okay. Or if you sell stuff on eBay and that's how you make your money, or if you get paid so through little Facebook marketplace things and all that stuff. They're if you get all that stuff. paid using PayPal, the IRS is going to start looking at all those things. So it's uh, not just content creators. They already got you on. Remember when we first bought used cars when we were kids, we went to the DMV. We bought the car for 100 bucks. Yeah. Now they don't do that anymore. You, you can take your receipt in all you want, but they're going to go buy the Kelly Blue Book, and that's what they're charging you a tax at the DMV now. Yeah, then they should come out and look at the car because it's damaged and it's right. sold as is, and it's like, yep, right. Like, yeah, used to be it was a gift. They charge you a buck gift tax. Right. My uncle gave it to me. Okay, it's a dollar. Right. <laughs> hey, what's happening in Canada? Cue the music. Listening pleasure is Canada Watch. Smell like pine trees in moose piss. <laughs> Canada Watch. Your furry hat matches your furry underpants. <laughs> it's a design flaw or you need a trim. Canada Watch. <laughs> Do you smell like beaver dams and old toes? Canada Watch. <laughs> your uncle looks suspiciously like an elk. Canada Watch. <laughs> sure does get lonely up there in the Yukon. <laughs> 
We have the polar bears and the milk in the bag, y'all. Canada Watch. Hey, Gord. <laughs> we still like you, though. Canada Watch. Well, Rich isn't here, but I found some things that we can talk about in Canada this week. One of them was actually from Rich, and we're going to read that one really quick. A Winnipeg mayoral candidate had his bicycle stolen less than 90 minutes after announcing a cycle infrastructure plan that included plans to reduce bicycle theft. Just before (laughs) noon on Wednesday, Rick Schoen parked his truck at the Wilderness Supply, the Isabel Street retail store he owns, and walked inside and spoke to an employee. When he returned to his truck just minutes later, his bicycle had been stolen from the back of the truck. I want to ride my bicycle. I was just thinking the Queen song. Yeah, you? exactly. He said, I feel so stupid. I was inside for two minutes. I got distracted by a question. So they stole his bicycle after he just talked about how he was going to crack down on bicycle thievery. So it must be high bicycle thievery everywhere. Well, at least he is his point was legitimate. Yeah. It kind of proves his point that he needs to crack down on it. And do you think it was a publicity stunt? Do you think he said, let's just do it? It's a politician, so you never know. Yeah. It's sitting in his driveway already. It's in his... Does Winnipeg have a canal? Because I'm pretty sure I know where the bike is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a beater bike. Right. Or an old one, and he's got the new one in his garage already. Exactly. Just yeah. Saying. And that's how they get you. Let's set up a GoFundMe for Rick Schoen. He lost his bike. Elsewhere in Canada. It's a nice looking bike, though. Vintage. Bill and Charles Steele have not spoken to each other in 30 years. They are brothers, and they haven't spoken to each other for three decades. And this fall, they'll be fighting each other in the race for mayor. Uh-oh. This is in Port Colburn. So it's pretty close to us, actually. Mayor Bill Steele won election in 2018, and he and brother Charles are the only two candidates in the running. They'll face each other in the upcoming municipal elections on October 24th. Charles says he's running against Bill because he believes in democracy and wants to see regular people run for office. If I hadn't run, then my brother would have been acclaimed mayor because nobody else is running. A lot of politicians have silver spoons in their mouths. We could use some new thinking. That was a shot. Yeah, for real. Same parents, but yeah, like Dr. Doofenshmirtz, I like Roger better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, who was in his first term as mayor and served 17 years as city councilor, said he doesn't talk about his opponents, and this includes his brother Charles. I'm here to get Bill Steele elected. I've got a great campaign team, and I've got, we've got more people on board this campaign than we've ever had. I'm here to talk about what we're going to do for the city when we're victorious. Yeah, they're going to go with the politician on that one. Can you like, I, I would like a follow-up. Can you put a note to do a follow-up I on I will. This? In October? Yeah. Because I'd like to see what happens. It doesn't say why they're not talking it's tough to unseat an incumbent regardless right. of the race. Exactly. And then for the brother to do it just because of sour grapes, I think yeah. that's... I, an- know, I know people that have run for different offices just so there was a choice mm-hmm. because somebody was running unopposed. They don't believe that you should be able to run right. unopposed. Somebody should run against you. When asked why they haven't spoken in so long, the brothers wouldn't say exactly. Charles said he moved to British Columbia and spent several years there away from his family in Port Colburn. So I'm not sure why they're not speaking. It's got to be something deeper than that, but they're keeping that family drama secret, which they should, because that doesn't really have an impact on whether you're going to be a mayor. And it shouldn't. And in the final story for Canada Watch this week, the Canadian Army is investigating after a video was posted on social media showing a soldier parachuting while drinking a beer. 
The video shows a bearded Canadian soldier attached to his parachute and slowly descending over a large body of water. I hope he's fucking attached to his parachute. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, he's justified in drinking the fucking beer. <laughs> Just saying. He, he then holds up a can of beer, opens it, and starts drinking. The soldier then says, the government, and then shakes his head before the video ends. <laughs> he put his face on it. I know. No. So that would be dude. bad? What's going on? What he's doing? He well, you, you he's can't drinking while parachuting. Uh, in in uniform. A, in uniform. It's not so much that you're in uniform. Like, there are specific times where you can consume in uniform. You know, dining ins, uh, balls, things like that, right? Parachuting. No. <laughs> so he's jumping out of an airplane, right? So he's on duty. He's in uniform. He's actually doing what he's supposed to be doing while drinking a fucking beer. Like he's going to fry. Like, they're going to fry him. National Defense spokesperson said Saturday that the soldier was from the Quebec-based Royal 22nd Regiment, and the video was filmed during a recent parachute training at Garrison Petawawa. A unit investigation has been initiated. The soldier in the video is no longer serving, having left the Canadian forces on September 1st, he added. At this point, the military is not making his name public. So he was leaving the service anyway, and it happened just a couple weeks ago. So he was just being silly and, and yeah, sharing. on his way out the door. Yep, exactly. The big I F- think they're going to get more mad at him for drinking a Miller Lite instead of a, a Canadian. Right. <laughs> instead of a Molson. Yeah, instead of a Molson Canadian. So that's what's happening in Canada this week. As for a website of the week, Rich didn't give us a website of the week. So the website of the week this week is going to be Fantasy Sports Football. Make sure you have all your picks in order. The season starts Thursday, which by the time you guys hear this will be two days before that. Go Bills. It'll be the Bills and the Rams. They're closing Main Street in downtown Lockport and shooting on the side of a building. Are they really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like this. It's going to be a big one. But it, it starts early, though, right? Are they charging they're not gonna for be. that? I no. don't think so. Well, the game kickoff's, what, 820? I don't know. Chippewa yeah, I want to say, I think there's something like starting, the festivities start at like 5 or 6 o'clock. I think o'clock. 5 o'clock, yeah. So you can go down there and hoot and holler, and then the game will be on. So I'll be at my brother's. He's doing something in his garage that day, so I'll be there, but I'll probably go down to I'll the... I'll probably be playing Minecraft. I got a feeling the dojo is going to be a little light that night. For sure will be. Probably. Like, I'll, I mean, I'll be teaching because I teach Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays, so... A couple, at least one of the bacon, well, only one of the bacon bits will be there because they don't have, the younger one doesn't have a class on Thursdays. Oh, yeah, because she's intermediate. They yep. don't have intermediate classes on Thursday. Yep. She's purple belt or blue? Purple. Purple. Okay, so she's got another, she'll be, yeah, she'll be blue coming up, and then February she'll be green, which means June of next year she'll go into the advanced class. That'll be cool. And then that'll change her times. But then by that time, she'll, she'll be 14. Most, no, no, she'll, no be she'll be 13. 13. Okay. 13. So, because when they're 14. They, they move can, up to the adult class. They, so can, they, can. they can. They can marry can. a king. They can stay in the, on the junior side if they want to, which is perfectly fine. Um, Maddie might do that unless she has a growth spurt because she's just fucking tiny. Right. So. All right. This week for shenanigans, it's been Ellen with a Y. Go Bills. Vinny. Yep, yep. Matt. Good night, everybody. And I'm Craig. Thanks for listening. Join us again next week.